Are you tired of using Google Drive or Dropbox to send files to clients? Well, never get burned again with FilePass. I love and use FilePass exclusively for sending files to my clients. It's a cloud file sharing website specifically made by engineers for engineers. It's absolutely amazing. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash FilePass to check out the full feature list and subscribe today. Never lose another dime to burned projects. Happy mixing, my friends, and enjoy the show. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello and welcome back to the Mixing Music Podcast. I'm your host, DK, and with me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Headphone Lovin' Lou. Ooh, I love the resolution of there you go, headphone loving Lou. That's because today's episode is all about headphones, what you need to know, what's great about them, what sucks about them. And this episode has been, actually been brought to you by our sponsor for today's episode is I, I, I Headphones. We're going to talk a little bit more about them and our thoughts on one of the headphones that they gave over to us, sent over to us for review. But first, let's talk a little bit about headphones in general. Headphones are sweeping the markets right now. Slate has a virtual headphone um, where it changes the EQ and the sonics of the monitoring. A bunch of other companies do this. There's a lot more high-end headphones where they're literally thousands of dollars. And as monitors get higher and the importance and the education of the importance of acoustics, room acoustics becomes more well-known. Headphones are starting to seem a lot more valuable and a lot more viable and affordable than treating a room and getting studio monitors. Why are headphones so great? Why we recommend you headphones and what we recommend as far as headphones go. So we're trying to combine two episodes today, trying not to have any sort of conflict of interest, but (laughs) this is actually a really important episode. We've talked a little bit about headphones in the past. We wanted to dive deeper into headphones. So first, let's talk about the benefits of headphones in general before we get into specifics. So why are headphones so great? Lou, yeah, Lou, you want to start us off? Let's talk about the recording process. So this is kind of the fun part for me. Um, When you're recording with like client in studio, let's say that you don't have a booth. Why would you keep the speakers running while recording? Headphones are going to be the best time and lifesaver on that platform alone. Both for the person on the computer as well as for the The artist. Exactly. Not only that, but like certain headphones have a certain kind of tone and vibe to them. And sometimes it's just kind of nice to be able to switch up like what you're listening for. So let's say the artist typically likes brighter tones and everything, but their vocal tone is already bright. You're not trying to over brighten it. Just give them some brighter headphones. You know, it's much easier than like, let's say we were in the room and listening to speakers and mixing. It's not like you could just quickly swap the speakers out. You know, their headphones are easily interchangeable. You can get different types, different uh 
uh, for different applications, uh, especially in my case, where in the case of live sound, right, we instead of just listening to the line array speakers all night, you can have in-ears. And the cool thing is no matter where I am in the venue, the sound is consistent. So I can always make decisions uh, no matter where I am, especially in the studio. Let's say that the artist is recording, then great. Maybe I want to actually change a little bit about the EQ on the vocals, but the rack is all the way to my left and the sweet spot of the speakers is way by the desk. No worries. The headphone sweet spot doesn't change. It's still right on your head. Absolutely. Uh, and I will say that specifically for recording processes, you want closed back headphones. You want yep. the least amount of bleed possible. And uh, yeah, it's if you can afford it, having multiple different types of headphones, uh, things to consider, comfort, Yep. Um, how loud they get, uh, how isolated they are, mm-hmm. how the quality of it and how you like the sound. I do think comfort's a big deal for me and ease of use is a big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Even the cable, the inter- like if you have headphones that don't have interchangeable cables and one of them yeah. frays and breaks, then if you don't have one that has interchangeable cables, like you're screwed. As soon as that cable breaks, you're done. Yep. So um, anyway, headphones in the recording process is really important, but we're specifically now going to switch over to mixing. Now, mixing with headphones is actually incredibly important. One, the reason why Atmos is exciting and the reason why people are talking about Atmos than any other Dolby surround setup previously passed is because of the ability to fold back down the spatial audio into headphones. Mm-hmm. That's the reason. It's not because 9.2, 9.1, 7.1, 5.1, those things didn't take off is because it didn't fold back into headphones. You had to have a certain number of speakers in a certain system, in a certain array, in a certain acoustic environment that Mm. it worked. So it was very not scalable for private and personal use. The cool thing about Atmos is that you can, again, you can use it with theoretically any set of headphones and you can kind of fold it back down. So the algorithm there, um, that's exciting. So being even able to mix spatial audio Atmos on headphones, you can do a significant amount of mixing in spatial audio with just headphones. And that is exciting in itself. In fact, buying headphones and doing most of the mixing, in fact, I know a lot of professional mixers that mix spatial audio at most on headphones and they just send it off to mastering Mm -hmm. for, for, to be done on speakers. Yep. And uh, that's incredible. The the, the fact that that's possible, I mean, it's not ideal, but -hmm. it's possible and that's really exciting. Another reason why headphones, um, I think are going to become more and more important is low end control. Yeah. You want to you expand a little bit about trying to define and control a subwoofer in a studio versus just using headphones? Oh, my God. Okay, so <coughs> um, this is not to shoot any darts at anybody with a sub in their setup, but this is just the actual physical truth. Um, anytime you add an external, uh, let's say, point source for sound, you have to time correct it. So if the two speakers on your left and right, let's say one of them is closer to you than the other, you have to match them or else your center image, your phase, a bunch of things can go out of whack. So imagine adding now a third speaker. Let's say that speaker only does a set frequency like the subs do. Great. Not only do you have to put it in a position where it's not only just time aligned, but it's also phase aligned and all this other kind of stuff. You also have to do the crossover points and everything to make sure that there's no overlapping tones or frequencies that are going going out of phase as part of the whole crossover. There's so much work to getting a sub to actually sound right in the room 
that most professionals will opt in to not use a sub unless they get something like a Trinov system where they have a professional acoustician come in and perfectly place it in their room or find a way to get it in. And, you know, those speakers from then on out can never move again. Now with headphones, you just pop them on and you're done. And oftentimes these <laughs> headphones have like are rated to play back 20 hertz. Yeah. And even some the cheapest of them, ones, even the $50 yeah. headphones are rated down to 20 hertz. And some people saying like, oh, well, I like a three-way system. Well, they make three-way headphones. They even make four-way headphones. Like, yeah, especially now, in-ears I'm, with the multiple drivers. Exactly. Like my in-ears for concerts are four-way. They, you, have, you have four drivers in your in-ear. Yeah. I have like $1,000 in-ears from uh, Sure. I forget the model specifically, nice. but I think. I have two, I have a dual driver. I have a dual driver. West tone. The West tones. I, I, I kid you not. I really, really enjoyed my West tones. It was only the cable. I have the West tones that um that allow more bleed, so it's actually yeah. less isolated. Yeah. So I actually hear people on stage without monitoring them. Uh, that's actually really convenient. I actually miss my West tones. I had the the two way, and then I bought the three way, but both of them had the same issue, which was. Uh, the back end clip where you could attach it kept coming off. I either pulled it too hard or something. Um, and I just always had an issue just keeping it connected. It, I, I think it's something I did. So anyway, uh, for low end, so for spatial audio and for low end, really great reasons, the benefits of having headphones. Also, I mean, the most obvious one is you don't have to have a room. The yep. problem with the speakers, you can have the same speaker put in five different rooms and you're going to get five totally different sounding profiles out of the same exact, even serial number of speakers. And a good example of this too right now is uh, your switch of desk. We were talking about it earlier where it's like the same speakers, same room, just a swap For anybody of listening, I, I swapped desks recently. It's a really nice desk. It's a really nice desk. But the change of environment changed the speakers. Not necessarily change the speakers, but I guess your listening position and your ability to get the same response. Even in the same room with the same speakers and everything else is the same. Yeah. It's literally just the desk. Exactly. It, so, so headphones, yeah, so, you don't have this issue. Oh, not at all. And if you're constantly moving around all the time, I, I mean, the practicality of just having headphones to be able to, it doesn't matter the acoustics in my room. It mm. doesn't matter where I am. Um, it doesn't matter how loud I am because I'm not bothering anybody else, especially if you're in an apartment and neighbors. I do think that uh, headphones have a significantly bad rap and I'm not quite sure why. People have this like superiority complex with, with speakers and I think that there's a lot of really great things about speakers specifically and why that's still valuable. Um, and in the best case scenario, you should have headphones and speakers. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't see not having speakers and only using headphones as a reason to put out shit music. I don't. I don't find that an yeah. excuse. Like I, in the fact, number one reason I'd say for speakers is mixing with clients present, as you probably don't have enough headphone outputs to give to seven people. Yeah, and I do think like in modern day as well, less and less people are actually listening to music through speakers. Like the main argument before was like their headphones just wasn't viable, but now it's like. Most people are listening on headphones. Oh, so, my AirPods which, go with me everywhere. Exactly. Which is yeah. why I would say even at least if you're mixing on speakers, at least referencing on headphones is actually incredibly yeah. important. And if you say it's too hard to reference on like consumer headphones, that's a lie. Uh, audio movers exist. And the cheat code with that is you just text yourself the link and you mix with your AirPod Pros by listening to it on that. Yes, it's not the same exact fidelity, but check this out you have the reference point 
Yeah. You have the reference point with anything you can connect to your phone. That includes your uh, Alexa, if you wanted. But the cool thing is, you know, the iii headphones kind of made mobility a little bit easier in a studio i'm not gonna lie Ooh, let's this so, is probably my favorite thing about it so now actually let's go specifically into the iii headphones and just to be fair fair i'm here i'm gonna let if you're watching on youtube which we do recommend um lou is now holding up a pair of the tma2s the studio wireless plus now the cool thing about iii thank you for sponsoring this episode oh my goodness they are totally custom and you get the parts. The TMA2 is actually um, a set package, but the cool thing about II is that you can you can actually customize which... Uh, which drivers you want. The drivers you want, the band, the color of the cable, whether you want wireless with Bluetooth connectivity um, or 2.4 gigahertz or not. And we're going to talk about the importance of that. You can even change the, the foam, whether it's leather. Whether um, it's wireless, over Bluetooth, here, or on wired... Here. It's so it's a totally modular headphone system. Um, this is we're gonna do like an honest review. They're not. I'm gonna be totally honest. Disclaimer with with III. They're not checking the content before we put it out. They're not even paying us based on us giving them a good review. Um, so these thoughts are 100 our own. Obviously, we are biased to say good things about them because they gave us free stuff. Um, for this episode, but um, I will, we will be as honest as possible. One thing about these headphones specifically, and the reason why wireless headphones are typically not the best in the studio, especially in a tracking scenario when you're producing or recording, is because Bluetooth, one, degrades the audio and does not send, it's not full wave file. You're actually degrading the audio over Bluetooth. Yep. Bluetooth can only handle so much. Also, Bluetooth adds latency. Yes, Enough latency where combined with the computer latency, if you're recording your vocals, you might actually hear a bigger delay than if you just had wired headphones. Wired headphones yep. have no latency. That's why we have it. iiHi has worked um, around, has ha created the benefit of wireless, the comfort of wireless and not having any cables with without the degradation of the audio as well as without the the added latency there is still some latency but what they've done is they've actually gone through a 2.4 gigahertz like wi-fi type signal which sends over high def i think it's still 44 116 wave um type audio over wi-fi type signal to again 2.4 gigahertz um in its own separate little box which i'm going to show you right now so you plug this little box if you're on youtube it's a little box that you plug into your headphone jack and the headphones connect to this separately so it's not just bluetooth these headphones come with a bluetooth connectivity with a 2.4 gigahertz connectivity as well as with wired connectivity yep you can choose either of the three um i'm not gonna lie to you um not having cables on my headphones is is actually really worth the negative things that come with it. Yeah. Like there's a few things that are tough. Like for example, with the headphone amp into the box, I have to leave it cranked or else the preamp for that's boosting the signal in the headphone is is actually really hissy. So if I have like right now the headphone out for this box is at minus five, just like almost all the way yep. up. And that actually cleans up the signal. Um but other than that, like 
I think that actually having wireless in the studio, especially if I have a bunch of synths around or if I'm playing bass, not having an extra cable around the headphone to wrap around the headstock of the bass or the yep. guitar or like the synths or wherever I'm wrapping my 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 headphones around is is actually worth it alone. Yeah. I didn't realize how useful that was. Um, especially when it comes to getting used to something new. For instance, like when you buy new speakers, the biggest nuisance is having to get used to those speakers, right? And in order for you to get used to them, you just had to sit in front of them for a long time, right? Well, the benefit with the headphones is, let's say, uh, when we received it, um, I had some construction work being done in my studio. Uh, the new AC is finally installed after like a year of waiting. Um, but um, I was able to just kind of focus on cleaning, decorating, all this kind of stuff and get used to these headphones without being cabled to my desk. Mm. I had the ability to just move freely. So let's say that you're listening to like reference mixes as you're getting started for the day and this and that. It's really nice to think you can go make your coffee and everything. Listen to the reference mixes in these headphones while whatever's happening in your studio is happening. You're making some oatmeal, some coffee, whatever. It doesn't matter. You're not tied down to one location and it's still high fidelity audio. Let's say, like you said, you're tracking and you want the freedom of being able to move around a little bit. Usually the smallest cable in the studio is the headphone cable. Like the bass cable, let's say you're tracking some bass, it can go up to 18 feet before any degradation. I don't know many headphones that have an 18 foot cable to go along with it. You know, so it's really nice to actually have some level of freedom. Um, and something I actually tried them out for, uh, once again, just sticking with the whole wireless feature of it. Um, I actually use these for a front of house show. I don't know if I told you. But really? yeah, as we were setting up monitors, I just used that. I plugged it into the console with the wireless adapter. And I actually did everybody's monitor mixes uh, from the console. And then I would just double check them with them where I just walk up next to them. I'd take the cable, plug it into their body pack and reference if it sounds exactly the same as I hear it in my console versus their in-ear monitor. So without having to use in-ears the whole time and make sure I'm plugged in constantly, because it gets annoying sometimes with in-ears. Like using these was actually a very comfortable replacement, especially if you wear glasses. Yeah, specifically. So now specific about these headphones in general. One, they do come with the microphone built in. So mm -hmm. uh, if you're doing calls or anything over yep. Bluetooth... Um, it's really nice. You can't use the the microphone for recording. Yeah. Uh, the the two point four gigahertz is one way. It's specifically for like Bluetooth calling and whatnot. Uh, number one, the preset um, package. I know that you can change anything out, but the preset package for the the um, TMA two studio headphones um, has the foam ear cups, and they're really really comfortable, even with glasses. Yeah. Uh, they're nice and isolated. They feel really, really great. Um, they look nice. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think these are it for mixing. As far as like tonal quality and balance, uh, these do not sound the flattest and the most. Um, they're very dark. They have a ton of lower, lower mid-range. Mm -hmm. That being said... That sounds great for, it's really easy on the ears because top end can actually yep. fatigue the ears. So it's really easy on the ears. I would not use these for mixing really. So other than for the benefit of it being wireless and not caring. Mm 
Um, I would 100% recommend these for tracking or producing, especially if you're in your own studio. Again, these are ideal for the producer that's making songs in their own room, switching from guitar to synth to bass to going back to the computer, moving around the studio, just trying to get in the zone and want headphones. Like yep. this, if you are that person, these headphones are absolutely ideal. The sound quality is good, just not mixing quality, um, but they're definitely good enough for you to be able to get in the zone. Yeah, 100%. And I do think, again, the benefit of it being wireless without latency and audio degradation alone is is way more valuable than this tonal quality in the production and recording session. Now, the cool thing is that you can change the elements. It's completely modular. So if it was a tone issue for you, technically, you could just swap the drivers. You could swap the cables. You could do whatever you want. But the idea that it is forever upgradable every time something new comes out they'll always be compatible is let alone impressive because the only other company that i know that does that very effectively is universal audio universal audio made it to where even generation one apollos can have the thunderbolt three cards oh yeah okay yeah Yeah, so no matter which model you have you'll always be able to upgrade um, or replace parts exactly when the apollo came out they never made a mention of unison preamps but they've had it since day one and they made the technology possible. They were smart enough to think about their future than their current product. I feel like I, I, I does that with their modularity. And that's what I actually really appreciate about it. Yeah, absolutely. So these, um, the TMA2 wireless plus, so the wireless versions, if you go on their website, is $350. Um, again, just one-time purchase of these. If you're that exact situation, I actually really, really do recommend it if this fits in your budget. In fact, we do have a coupon code. If you go to audio forward slash mixing music and use the coupon code mixing music and you add the wireless plus TMA to wireless plus in your cart, you'll add a free hard case Head for your headphones and free shipping to con- most countries worldwide. So, um, one more time, that's a hard case, and because we didn't even get the hard case for it, yeah, hard case and free shipping worldwide for just using the code mixing music and go to the link iii.audio forward slash mixing music. Um, these are absolutely phenomenal, 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 phenomenal. Yeah, that, that's that's Manana. am I saying it right? It doesn't sound, sound right. phenomenal. No, 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 no. These are wonderful. Um, uh, I will say, though, for the mixer, for the mastering engineer, there has been times I've mixed on these. I tried mixing. The good news about these is that there is a built-in sound profile for Sound ID if you use Sound ID for headphones. Even if you correct it, it's still not the ideal. Like I, I think that there's other headphones um, that are similarly priced that are sound more reference-like. But as far as like producing, recording... Uh, easy listening. Even when I was just watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts on these, I actually went running with these act once as well. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, don't go running with without these. I had a beanie on, um, so I knew that the sweat would hit the beanies <coughs> and not the headphones. But I mean, if I was sweating running with these, uh, these are really, really comfortable. Again, the the wireless is absolutely amazing. They look great. They're all black. Um, so if you're, if you're not seeing them on YouTube, uh, totally worth checking out. We'll have a link in the podcast description as well. Definitely matches my aesthetic with the all matte black. Yeah. Again, the only downside to these is that if you're looking for really nice, like reference grade mixing headphones, these are not it. I don't think so. I don't, 
Um, these are not the worst headphones. These, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, these are not the worst headphones I've ever used, um, but they're not reference grade audio quality as far as like tonal. Um, if even if you look at the sound ID correction, it's pretty wild the original curve. But that being said, from a uh, producing, recording, and even just listening environment, um, the the wireless capability is well over beneficial of the lack of reference grade audio. Mm -hmm. So it's it sounds great. They get loud. They sound they sound wonderful. The controls are really easy to use, um, and it's all totally battery powered, so you don't have to leave them plugged in. Anyway, uh, now that's from thank you to our sponsor, III. Um, we're going to leave it at that. Um, I will say general things that are not good about headphones, especially in a mixing recording environment. Mm -hmm. I think the, the reason why if you're using headphones and you still want to reference on speakers is because there's a lot, most people, a lot of people listen to music in their car. Music and audio sounds different when it has to travel through air and space. Yep. And that is the biggest, most difficult thing. For example, with headphones, even like, uh, what is it called? Crossfeed, mm -hmm. where the right and the left signal are extremely isolated. So it's not realistic of what comes out of speakers, where even if it's coming 100% out of the right speaker and it's totally panned all the way right, your left ear is still hearing a little bit of that bleed. But there's a lot of plugins out there that simulate listening to headphones, and it's mostly that cross-feed, that cross-bleed, where they add a little bit of that panned right signal to the left ear, and they let them bleed a little bit more, um, which is more realistic and inducive of, of emulating a speaker open setup. space, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a speaker setup, which I, I does affect the volume of panning. Um, but I think it goes both ways. Like, if you mix yeah. 100% on speakers and you do things that are really hard pan, you should at least double check yep. how it sounds on headphones. I, have you done this where like you like pan hyper pan background vocals left to right on speakers? You're like, it sounds balanced. sounds great. It's, it's, it's hugging the main vocal that's up the center. Yep. And then you listen to it on headphones and then like the background vocals like, are way louder. Why are they louder. so wide? Yeah. And they're so loud. Yeah. Uh, it's and because it's, it's totally isolated. Yeah. Cause, uh, it goes back to that, which is, uh, if you don't use crossfeed, you don't actually hear the natural amount of phase cancellation that happens in real life. Um, this is why when you put on headphones, a lot of times we think our lead vocal is loud enough. And then we listen to our speakers and we're like, oh, the vocal seems kind of quieter in the middle now. Yeah, it's because you were perfectly in phase. <laughs> you know, it's you'd, you'd be surprised how much louder a signal gets when it's perfectly in phase, but most things we hear in life are not because of our left ear, right ear difference. You know, uh, I'm talking to DK right now. I'm off to his right, but he can still hear me in the left. If he plugged one ear, he could still I hear me in the left. I'm doing it right now. I'm still hearing it in the yeah. left ear. So the funny thing is, even if I'm hard panned to DK right now, you know, he could still hear me in his left. <laughs> I'm a hard right pan right now. Honestly, and uh, last thing is ear fatigue. That's the only other oh thing with God, like yeah. headphones too is like yeah. it, headphones are so comfortable and the drivers are just so close to the ears that you don't realize how loud you're getting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I think is a good thing. Like imagine audio being so easy to listen to that you don't realize how loud and damaging they are. I, I It's kind of funny. It's, it's ironic there. But um, I do think that with headphones, it's a lot easier to damage your hearing. Mm. That being said, if you're aware of it, it's like you can control it just fine. So um, I, I really do think that if you listen to speakers, even if you're a speaker elitist, quite frankly, I am. 
Like, if I don't care about gear for anything other than speakers, speakers I very, very much care about. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know how much of an elitist I am when it comes to speakers. Um, but even then, I still reference on headphones from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think it's important. I think practically speaking, I always have to have a pair of headphones around me because there's times like when we're recording the podcast and I want to wear the headphones um, or I'm doing an interview and I want to wear that. I'm making a YouTube video. I need to wear the headphones. I'm producing or finishing up a song. I'm referencing a mix. I'm getting the guitar and I want to like record something. I'm recording my own voice, whatever it is, right? Uh, having a good set of headphones is actually incredibly practical. Um, and I, if I really, really needed to, I would spend a lot more time. Um, if I didn't have nice speakers and I couldn't afford nice speakers, I would not feel bad about mixing on headphones. I would just have to take the time to get comfortable to them, comfortable with them. Um, and then that's the hardest thing is like, I just don't spend a ton of time analyzing the headphones that I have. So I would make better mixes on my speakers because that's where I do a lot of my critical listening on. Um, but if I didn't have speakers and I had, I spent all of my time critical listening, I, if I got comfortable with my headphones, I can guarantee that I can make just as good as music, just as good as mixes on headphones. Um, so that's just like a lifestyle choice rather than uh, than an yeah, equipment else, benefit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of it for this episode. Once again, if you're interested in checking out these III headphones, the TMA2 Studio Wireless Plus, just go to iiiaudio.audio forward slash mixing music and use the code mixing music for a little discount and free shipping for you. Once again, that's iiiaudio.audio forward slash mixing music coupon code mixing music. All right. Thank you to III for sponsoring this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the exclusive content of the podcast. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com to learn more about that. Um, and if you haven't already, please leave a five-star review on whatever platform you're using to listen to music. It does go a long way. It's a free way. Spend, spend 30 seconds just typing something nice. Actually leaving a written-out review does the algorithm better than just tapping five stars. But um, if you only have time, just tap five stars. We'll appreciate that as well. Um, Thank you so, so much for listening. You guys are awesome. Happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.